the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, we are supposed to be ruled by an administration that is against lawlessness. I mean, they are holding hearings with a accomplished television producer as the mastermind to make it palatable, exciting, must-watch TV because of lawless behavior allegedly reportedly by our former president, Donald Trump. But I... Never really thought about how to define lawless behavior. I would define it as behavior that ignores the law. And it appears that the Democratic Party is doing exactly that in any way, shape, or form that it can when it comes to clinging, clutching, white-knuckle gripping the ability to have women kill their babies in their womb. That is where we begin a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along on 94.5 in Dayton and 98.9 in Columbus. You can reach out. Let me know how you feel about the Biden administration's baby-killing party that it does not seem to have any interest in allowing to end via our phone number, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Or you can email me, bruce at salemmedia.com, bruce at salemmedia.com. The... White House is, in minutes, supposed to unveil its post-row overturn plan. Uh, Comply with the law would be a good plan. The law of the land in the aftermath of Roe in 1973 was that there was a federally mandated right to an abortion. And then it was tweaked in the early 1990s. In the Casey case, where viability became a standard. And we have had states ever since make laws governing the availability of abortion given the standard of viability of the infant. And as technology has improved and medical treatment has grown and our ability to treat infants in the womb with all sorts of of surgical procedures and the like, has advanced, we have gained a greater understanding as to what viability is. Kids who could not have survived outside the womb in the 1970s or 80s now routinely do so. And that is a great thing. Typically, any medical advancement that saves a life is viewed as an enhancement to society. But the Democrats have come to not just smile on abortion, not just tolerate abortion. They have come to treasure 
abortion. And it has become the de facto sacrament of their party, much like baptism is an outward sign of owning your faith and wanting everyone to know that you have faith in Christ as your Lord and Savior. Uh, Democrats, well, you're kind of not really a Democrat unless you either have had an abortion or have forced someone to have an abortion by getting them pregnant outside of wanting the child or whether you're just willing to march and spew invectives at those of us who believe that life begins at conception. So it's not a surprise that this Biden administration, which for the first time in American history allowed American taxpayer dollars to be spent in foreign countries to abort children in direct violation of the Hyde Amendment, that this administration now is openly talking about how it wants to use American taxpayer dollars to fund the travel expenses of women leaving states where the voters, via their representatives in their respective legislatures at the state level, have outlawed abortion. Ohio is one of those states. Ohio, prior to the overturn of Roe versus Wade on Friday at 10, 11 a.m., a date and time that should be ensconced in gold, Ohio allowed abortion after 20 weeks. But there was a heartbeat bill that said, ah, we'd like to dial that back to six weeks or five weeks or whenever a heartbeat can be detected. But a federal judge placed an injunction on that pending the ruling in Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Mississippi Women's Health Center is essentially Planned Parenthood. And when the justices on Friday ruled that the 15-week abortion ban in Mississippi was constitutional and that the Casey ruling and that the Roe ruling were being overturned, well, then Ohio attempted to and succeeded in getting its heartbeat bill injunction lifted. And so yesterday at the Dayton Women's Health Center in Kettering, there were tears because the women were not sure how they could kill their babies legally in Ohio anymore. And their tears at the one abortion clinic still surviving in Columbus as well. And right now in the state of Ohio, they're not doing abortions in Columbus nor in Dayton, maybe in Cleveland, but certainly not in Columbus, not in Dayton, the audience that I care most about. But never fear, never fear. Joe Biden and his ilk are not about to take the L and go home. And they don't even, they're too dumb to realize, much as they are on the fact that all they need to do to lower gas prices is drill for more domestic oil. They are similarly stupid in that if they really paused to view the opportunity they have on abortion, it's really not at all what they're portraying it to be, which I know it's a shocker. They would lie to you, right? But the fact of the matter is the ideology of the court does not turn over that often. Justices are appointed for life. Once you're on the court, even if you're a complete and total moron, Sonia Sotomayor, um, 
you're there for the longest, as long as you can draw breath. And by the way, thank you, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, for being so self-absorbed and so uh, <laughs> and so confident that Hillary Clinton would win the 2016 presidential election that you decided to hang on to your Supreme Court spot, even though you had cancer, thinking that, you know, I just don't want to give up my relevance. And then, uh uh-oh, Donald Trump won. And then, uh uh-oh, terminal cancer, as it often does, won in the end. And your seat ended up going to Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, it's funny how that works, isn't it? God does have a sense of humor. So... The Democrats need to look at this and say, you know, state legislatures are a lot more fluid. We can get a new governor. We can get a new attorney general. We can, you know, we can, we could actually like try to win on the merits of our argument. Yeah, but we're killing babies. Yeah, I know we're killing babies, but don't tell anybody that. Don't ever mention the baby. Talk only about the woman. So if they were smart, they would look at this and say, well, this now is the way the game has got to be played, we've got to win at the state level, and so let's dedicate ourselves to winning at the state level. But they appear not to even want to try to win at the state level. Hence, Kamala Harris was on CNN, which I have thoughts on why they <laughs> put Kamala Harris in one-on-one interview situations on major American television networks. But this is what she had to say. Uh showing page one of the playbook that now they want to use federal tax dollars to pay for the transportation of women seeking abortions to states where they can get abortions. My little guy is spinning. Here she comes. This is something that we are looking at because we know, for example, in terms of how this is going to actually impact real people, they're going to have to travel. They've got to find daycare and pay for it. If they don't have paid leave, they're going to have to figure out how to afford it. So we want to make sure that there does not result um, extreme disparities or any disparities based on who can receive care based on how much money they've got. Man, they really love their baby-killing party, don't they? They just are so incredibly enslaved to the blood of children. That they got to pay for... Wait wait a minute. Why would you have to pay for daycare? Like, why didn't whoever's coming to get this child aborted kill that kid too? Seems like a drastic mistake from a Democratic perspective. They don't have paid leave. They must not work for Dick's Sporting Goods or Golf Galaxy or Amazon or Netflix or any of the other companies that are paying women four grand or more to go to states and get abortions. There's no way to look at this other than how supremely evil it is. And the fact that, from a political perspective, the reason they're skipping the option of trying to win at the state level is because though they continue to say that the majority of Americans want the abortion policies they want, that must not be true. Otherwise, they'd choose to play the game by the rules as they are now written. I really do not expect abortion to continue to be the lead news story for much longer than another couple weeks. I mean, when we had the leaked opinion from the Supreme Court, it was a hot issue for a week or more. 
Uh, we are a society that's fascinated with the now. I think on any other day today, the lead stories would be the fact that um, you know we had the Amtrak derailment yesterday in Missouri. Thankfully, a church group from Cincinnati, which was on that train coming from L.A. to Chicago, returning from a mission trip in Mexico, uh, the four people from that church are fine, uh, banged up a little bit, but certainly not among uh, the most seriously injured or the uh, two people who lost their life. Or are we talking about this horrific story out of San Antonio where they now the death count, death count is up to 49. 49 migrants in the back of a semi-trailer, no water, no food, obviously no air conditioning. Uh, the number that I heard this morning was 42. So even though they got to uh, these poor, poor people, Uh, They did not get to them uh, in time. Uh, That is obviously a story that the Biden administration does not want to talk about, because if not for its awful border policies, uh, cartels and other lawless people would not be striving to smuggle people across the border and make millions of dollars doing it. A story yesterday out of Los Angeles that the Biden administration also doesn't want to talk about. And when I heard this on special report last night, I thought, That can't be right. They had two guys caught with 150,000 fentanyl pills. 150,000 fentanyl pills could literally kill millions of people. Millions of people. And then Brett Baer said, and they're no longer in custody. I'm like, wait, what? I even, I rewound my DVR. I rewound it. I'm like, there's no way I heard that right. Sure enough, they're they're released. We'll have comment from the uh, sheriff in that area and tell you the story uh, at around 11.45 today. But the abortion issue right now is a hot issue because Democrats want it to be a hot issue. They keep, have to keep people inflamed on this issue because if you start to think about what it's going to cost you to have a July 4th cookout this year, if you start to think about what it's going to cost you to drive to Cedar Point, Kings Island, Dollywood. Well, I sure hope you're not driving to Disney. Then the focus is on Biden's failures. But if Biden can keep his base stirred up, and again, he's shown no instance at all, no desire at all to do what you have to do to become president. What do you have to do to become president? You have to take an oath of office. You have to swear to uphold the Constitution. Uh, Did Joe Biden do that on COVID? Remember he used to say, well, you know, we probably can't do it, but we're going to do it, and then we'll see if the court overrules us. I mean, he didn't say it in so many words, but that was his COVID policy. Well, we're going to do it. Can we we force everybody in the military to get a vaccine? Yeah, sure, we probably... probably. Can we force... uh, Private employers? Yeah, I mean, why not? Why not try it? He's an utterly lawless president. And meanwhile, they have the temerity to hold a January 6th hearing about Donald Trump, who they label an utterly lawless president. Although it is delicious to drink the tears of leftists, given the fact that they hate Trump so much, and knowing in their heart of hearts that Roe versus Wade would not have been overturned without Donald Trump going three for three 
on Supreme Court justices. How many, how many Republican presidents have nominated Supreme Court justices and whiffed? George W. Bush on John Roberts certainly did. Sandra Day O'Connor signed on to the Casey ruling in the early 1990s. That's a Reagan appointment. But not Trump. Not Trump. I'm going to go out on a limb. I think it's a pretty sturdy limb. The most immoral Republican president we've ever had prior to his election goes three for three on Supreme Court justices and is the absolute fulcrum on which the overturn of Roe versus Wade tipped. Donald J. Trump. Shout out. 45. Shout out. So Biden took the oath of office. He's not going to fulfill it. And just like a good Democrat, city attorney Zach Klein, same way. Now, this is a grandstand move by Zach Klein, the lawless now. That's my new title for Zach Klein. He was the city law director. Now he's the city lawless director. He announced that he will join a group of prosecutors from across the country pledging not to prosecute abortion cases. Well, I want to say this is lawless behavior by Zach Klein, but while it is, it's also a cosmetic, clearly virtue-signaling attempt to curry favor with leftists. Because in the state of Ohio right now, anyone providing an abortion, not someone getting an abortion. They say, oh, I got to put women in jail for getting an abortion. That's not Ohio's law. Ohio's law makes it a fifth-degree felony punishable by up to one year in prison for anyone providing an abortion in the event that a heartbeat can be detected in the baby in the womb. So it's the provider, not the receiver of the abortion. And you notice I said that's a fifth-degree felony. Zach Klein's office does not prosecute felonies. Zach Klein's office (laughs) rarely prosecutes misdemeanors, given the crime in the city of Columbus. The job of prosecuting, if he were interested to do so, and I doubt he is, the fifth-degree felony that would be an abortion provider providing an abortion, would fall to Franklin County Prosecutor Gary, Gary Tyak. Now, you will not be surprised, at least I would tell you you shouldn't be surprised, that Gary Tyak has not commented publicly on whether or not he will prosecute abortion providers if they provide an abortion. But then Gary Tyak doesn't comment on anything. Gary Tyak doesn't comment on losing the William Husel case. Gary Tyak, he doesn't, he doesn't comment. He hides in his office. Maybe he's reading law books to try to win cases that everybody's expecting him to win and he loses. I don't know. But Zach Klein, virtue signaling all the way. I'm not going to prosecute those cases. Don't tell him I never do prosecute those cases. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.